Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Good Things. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready for what you have. We choose to apply this message to our lives, not just say, oh, okay, that was a good message. No, to actually apply what you said in your word, Father, so we can be a greater follower of you. So we choose to listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, good things. My friends, one of the many things the devil deceives people about is doing good things. You'll hear many people talk about, I did this good thing, or I do this good thing every day, or I'm a good person. It is sad to think about how many millions upon millions of people that the devil has deceived into thinking they are going to heaven because they do good things. Now, don't get me wrong. If you are a Christian, you should do good things. A good tree produces good fruit. But doing good things in and of itself will not get a single person to heaven. Find one scripture without twisting it with foolishness that proves that God will take people to heaven because they have done good things. Some of the most evil people ever to have lived have done some good things along the way. Many of the devil's greatest followers on earth today will do some good things. That is one of the ways that Satan has deceived many people that right is wrong and wrong is right. The U.S. stood strong for many decades for righteousness because many in our country live for Jesus. But with our current government leaders, we have slid backwards exponentially into darkness in just the last couple of years. People will argue with you, but our government leaders either stand with Jesus or stand against him. And sadly, our most prominent leaders today stand squarely with the master of deception and support ungodliness at every turn. And then they'll get on TV and lie just like the devil they serve and tell people they are doing good things. Well, let's start today in Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9 in the Amplified Bible. For it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor, drawing you to Christ, that you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment, and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is the undeserved gracious gift of God, not as a result of your works nor your attempts to keep the law so that no one will be able to boast or take credit in any way for his salvation. Folks, our salvation is not through our own effort. It is the undeserved gracious gift of God. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 in the Expanded Bible, 8, I mean that, or for, or because, you have been saved by grace through believing, faith. You did not save yourselves. It was a gift from God. Nine, it was not the result of your own efforts or works, so you cannot, no one can, brag about it or boast. My friends, none of us is saved as a result of our own efforts or our works. We are saved by grace through faith. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, the Living Bible. Because of his kindness, 
you have been saved through trusting Christ. And even trusting is not of yourselves. It, too, is a gift from God. Nine, salvation is not a reward for the good we have done, so none of us can take any credit for it. Folks, salvation is not a reward for the good we have done. Now, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 in the Amplified Classic Bible, for it is by free grace, God's unmerited favor, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation through your faith. And this salvation is not of yourself, of your own doing. It came not through your own striving, but it is a gift of God. Nine, not because of works, not the fulfillment of the law's demands, lest any man should boast. It is not the result of what anyone can possibly do, so no one can pride himself in it or take glory to himself. My friends, salvation will not come through our own striving. It is a gift of our faith, our faith in Jesus, not faith in our works. Now, Isaiah 64, 6 in the Amplified Bible, For we all have become like one who is ceremonially unclean, like a leper, and all our deeds of righteousness are like filthy rags. We all wither and decay like a leaf, and our wickedness, our sin, our injustice, our wrongdoing, like the wind, takes us away, carrying us far from God's favor toward destruction. Folks, our deeds of righteousness in ourselves are like filthy rags. Romans 3.23 in the Amplified, Since all have sinned and continually fall short of the glory of God, my friends, if it wasn't for the blood of Jesus to cover our sins, we would have no hope for a good future. Romans 6.23 in the Amplified, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God, that is his remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers, is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Folks, the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus for those that so choose. Galatians 2, verses 16 through 19 in the Amplified Bible. 16, yet we know that a man is not justified and placed in right standing with God by works of the law, but only through faith in God's beloved Son, Christ Jesus. And even we as Jews have believed in Christ Jesus so that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law. By observing the law, no one will ever be justified, declared free of the guilt of sin and its penalty. 17. But if, while we seek to be justified in Christ by faith, we ourselves are found to be sinners, does that make Christ an advocate or promoter of our sin? Certainly not. My friends, knowing that our works don't save us does not give us a license to walk habitually in sin. 18. For I or anyone else should rebuild through word or by practice what I once tore down, the belief that observing the law is essential for salvation, I prove myself to be a transgressor. 19. For through the law, I died to the law and its demands on me because salvation is provided through the death and resurrection of Christ so that I might from now on live to God. Folks, that is so straightforward. 
Salvation is provided through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, not by works and not by another God of your choice. Titus 3, 5 in the Amplified, he saved us not because of any works of righteousness that we have done, but because of his own compassion and mercy by the cleansing of the new birth, spiritual transformation, regeneration, and renewing by the Holy Spirit. My friends, again, we are not saved because of any good works that we have done. Matthew 5, 16 in the Amplified, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Folks, now to keep the message in balance, if we are a Christian, we are called to let our light shine before men and they will see our good deeds and moral excellence as we give glory to God for everything we do It points people to Jesus. So if we are not saved by doing good things, how are we saved? Now Romans 10, 9 in the Amplified, because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority, and majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. My friends, good works will not get us saved but faith in Jesus' will, confessing him with our mouth and believing on him with our heart. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're such a good God. Jesus paid the price at Calvary for our sins, Father. And we know that our works will not get us to heaven, Father, but confessing Jesus with our mouth and with our heart as Lord and Savior will. And Father, as we make that choice, We'll choose to do good things for you, Father, and serve you and give all the glory to you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.